Ross Video has a long history with production switchers, so there's no one better to join this episode to discuss the past, present, and future of production switchers than the CEO of Ross Video himself, David Ross. David, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, David, for anyone who doesn't know, can you explain what a production switcher does and its importance in terms of the anatomy of a broadcast studio? Absolutely. A, a production switcher is, is, you could think about it as like a, a video editor uh, that you have to run in real time. So if you sit there and you say, you know, I'm going to put a, a, you know, a production together and I'm going to figure out where all my cuts are going to be and my edit and, and any sort of effects are going to happen, any layers you're going to add to the video, maybe a title like is right there behind me or in front of me, you know, the CEO Ross video. It's supposed to be able to do things like that on the fly and make it look as good as you is going to be if you did it in post-production. And so a person who runs this uh, this production switcher is almost as important as a switcher. It's kind of like, you know, uh, you've got a piano, but the piano player is is an integral part of this as well, uh, because it's it's a bit of an art to run this. And it's also uh, like riding a fight, fighter jet sometimes where, uh, you know, every second counts and you press the wrong button and something very bad can happen. You know, like uh, putting somebody backstage who maybe isn't doing uh, what they expected to be uh, put on air, you can suddenly put them on air. So there's some some big mistakes that you can certainly make in, a, in running a production switcher. Absolutely. You know, uh, you could take the nicest uh, piano in the world and put me in front of it, and I'm still only going to know how to play chopsticks. And so uh, you're right. It's uh, it's one of those situations where the the person and then the the product have to work in tandem together to create something great. Absolutely. You know, so sometimes when we're designing production switchers, we, we have to remember we're in some ways developing an artist's tool. And so uh, so a lot lot has to go into the human interface of that, as well as the technology. You know, uh, another thing that it can do, for example, is green screen and things like that, you know, where you, you can superimpose video and things like that. So there's a lot of technology under the hood. And, and some of these switchers can be uh, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So uh, they can be quite expensive as well. Certainly, certainly. No, that, that absolutely makes sense. And we, we know that Ross Video has a long history with production switchers. In fact, I believe it was the first, uh, the first product that, uh, that Ross Video produced in 1974 was a switcher. Um, can you explain your dad's role in the development of switchers and their design? Oh, well, that goes all the way back to my father. Uh, he, my, when he was 14 years old, he worked at a television station as a transmitter operator and uh, lied about his age uh, and eventually got involved in, in running in this, working in the studio and saw something doing like wipes going across the screen and, uh, and layering and things like that. And he wondered how that was done. So he actually designed a production switcher uh, before he, well, he was still a teenager and uh, hadn't even graduated from high school, just from uh, knowing electronics, from uh, looking at books on tubes and things like that. And uh, I, I think the, uh, the, the, the network came down and said, you're using a switcher on the air. We haven't bought one for you yet. You know, how can you possibly do oh, John Ross did it. Uh, and they, they actually used that switcher for, for many, many years. And he actually uh, went on to working in another company uh, after working at uh, the CBC designing television stations after he graduated, uh, designing the very first solid state switcher. In other words, getting rid of tubes, going into, uh, uh, going into chips, uh, you know, integrated circuits and things like that. And he also was uh, had the patent for uh, uh, being able to chroma key on colors other than uh, blue. So he actually thought through green screens would be quite good. It's good for the flesh tones and things like that and how it all works. So he was one of the, the founders of that. And, and in fact, he just won a, an award for Simpy for uh, 
a presidential proclamation, which is saying he was up there with Edison, Kodak, uh, and Disney, and he shared the award this year with the founder of Netflix. So we have a lot of history in production switchers and in the base technologies. So yeah, when he started Ross Video, switchers were an obvious first choice. That is an absolutely incredible story. And I mean, you did out your dad for being an underage worker, but it seems to have worked out really, really well for him. Um, and he's, he's created some amazing things, obviously. And so how did you get involved in switcher design um, with Ross? Well, I was kind of born into it. Uh, even before the, the switcher was founded when I was nine years old, uh, you know, I remember going to a little TV studio in the previous, you know, uh, company and, and sitting on a little stool and see, and they put a camera in front of me in the 1960s and I'd be able to say, oh, this is like a mirror, but backwards. Uh, and you look at yourself in the, in the, in the video. It was, it was quite exciting, actually. And, um, uh, you know, I worked uh, on test systems and things like that in manufacturing when I was a, a student uh, in high school. And then when I was in university, I actually went on and uh, started uh, redesigning uh, switcher uh, software and designing circuit boards for, for the switchers as well. So by the time I, I graduated, uh, it was easier for me to slide in and just suddenly become in charge of all production switcher research and development and actually marketing in a lot of ways as well, right out of school. So over the years, what changes have you seen in production switchers in terms of features and industrial design? What, what sorts of uh, what, what types of evolutions have occurred over the years? You know, I, one of the things that's interesting, there's a, you used to be able to get, you know, and you can still sort of buy them, but they're sort of a, a not mainstream, you know, uh, you know, the chroma keyers that do the green screen. You could buy that outboard. You used to be able to if you wanted to do wipes, you know, something going across the screen or things like that, that would be done outboard. Even the control panel, you would actually have to punch yourself at a machine shop. It was something that was done custom. And what's happened over the years is switchers have just been this like this magnet that's brought in more and more different types of technologies that used to be in external boxes that have just been folded in. So some of the first things uh, that, that we put in were, were digital video effects, like being able to do squeeze back boxes and then, you know, back uh, after that when it was really cool to do video page turns and warp effects and things like that. Uh, that went into production switches. They used to be standalone boxes. And then uh, when we went to high definition and we had to change from four by three video to 16 by nine, we had to put aspect ratio converters into them and then up converters and down converters to, to change the video resolutions. And then, uh, then we put color correctors in and then that tied into when we're now doing HDR video you know, the high, 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 uh, high resolution color and, 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 and so on. Uh, and control has gone into them as well. So it used to be that, you know, if you want to control a robotic camera uh, and, and just tweak the shot, you know, to get the person in the center of the screen uh, and, and you would have a, a second device that has gone into, into uh, switchers. So all this switchers can now control, you could say almost everything in, in the studio. So they've become this, not just a, a video mixer and not just a video format uh, converter and, and manipulator, they've, they've become controllers of the entire production. That's incredible just to see, you know, more and more features rolled into these and, and how they're able to accommodate those changes and evolutions over the years. Uh, so, David, I'm sure you've seen switchers being used in all kinds of settings, but what's the most unexpected place that you've ever seen a switcher being used? Uh, 
I, I think one of my, my one of my favorites was actually when somebody said that they'd taken it into an active volcano to do some sort of a broadcast. Uh, it, I mean, that's not a normal studio application. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. Uh, we, we didn't test this the switcher to see if it worked when submerged in lava. Uh, <laughs> so I, I like that one uh, for sure. I, I think part of them as well is. Uh, you know, when I when I I go to broadcast stations all over the place and, and I see, uh, you know, them at the highest level for doing things like that in stadiums as well. But when I go to a concert like a rock concert and, and you know, yeah, I remember going seeing the police uh, a few years ago when they did their world tour. And I, it was so cool to be able to walk to that, you know, that tent right in the middle of the crowd where, you know, they've got the audio mixers and the video switcher somewhere. You know, and sort of, hey, and they're like, oh, another fan, another fan, you know, whatever, go away. And I was like, by the way, what's the model of production switcher you're using? And they're like, oh, this guy's actually asking an intelligent question. And they say, well, we're using a Ross Synergy. And I went, oh, I'm David Ross. You're using my switcher. How awesome is that? Oh, come on in. Let me show you. <laughs> so, so you know, it, it's another way of being a fan of, uh, of uh, you know, your favorite band or whatever else to, to actually know that, that they're, they're a customer of yours. Oh my gosh, that that's an incredible experience. That, that just has to be amazing, um, getting to getting to have that sort of experience. So, David, let's talk about the future. What does the production switcher of the future look like? Uh, will it look uh, in twenty thirty? Let's say, will it look similar to the way it does now? Or what kinds of changes can you uh, can you foresee coming to production switchers? You know, one of the funny things about uh, technology at this time period is it, it's not so much an evolution as a fragmentation in, in the directions that things are going in. Uh, so, so uh, you know, it used to be that, you know, switchers were sort of like medium expensive, for example, and that now there's medium expensive, really expensive and really, really inexpensive and everything in between, like to, to hit every single market price point and use point and so on. From the point of view of, uh, of the 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 technology that they're on, you know, uh, with Moore's law, you know, is still happening. It's, it's getting harder, but, you know, transistors are getting smaller and electronics are getting more powerful. We're able to pack more and more uh, technology into a smaller package for a lower price. And so when we're doing that, uh, that's going to just continue along for quite some time. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue to take things from, from other technologies, I'm sure, and, and build them into the switchers. But at the same time, you know, cloud is is happening at the same time, and and so how do we make you know uh, switchers that are software spin them up in Amazon? And uh, hey, maybe it takes up one computer in Amazon, maybe it takes up twenty computers in Amazon, you know, depending on what you're trying to do, and and how many signals you want to mix. That's going to happen as well. But then the control surface is evolving as well. Uh, I mean, we just came out with a new control panel uh, just just uh, about a month ago called touch drive and we put the equivalent of 50 cell phone displays onto this control panel and added touch and gestures to every one of those 50 cell phone displays and and it totally changes the the how immediate you can interact with with this switcher to do things live and it just looks spectacular so so you know if, if you give it if you own a television productions uh anything if you're giving a tour the first, one of the first places you're going to go is to the switcher because it is it is just a work of art, just like your your grand piano and and your audio mixer. You know these are the things that you you're proud of and and so on. At the same time, the switcher is also evolving into even more sophisticated devices. And Ross uh, is is a world leader in something called overdrive, 
where the switcher panel is an option. You don't even need to buy it. And whenever all the control I was talking about, you take that and you put it on steroids. And now there's just one guy with a mouse doing the news. There were, the, you know, the graphics that show up, all the the, the robotic camera controls, the the video, the uh, the uh, you know, playing playing stories, doing remotes, you, you you name it. There's one guy that's just sitting going click 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 next next next. Oh, problem coming up, fixed, and and, and so on. Which is completely imagine trying to run, you know, to play a piano. Uh, with with a mouse and a touchscreen and have it sound fantastic and, and be immediate. That's kind of what we've been able to do with Overdrive. Maybe we should do that with pianos. Hmm. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, that would be uh, helpful. That would be helpful for someone like me. Yeah, but but it, you know, so I think it's really exciting. Uh, not just the you know the way we think about switches today, but all of the different directions that it's going in and all the fun designing it for customers. Well, that's incredible, and it's I've loved getting to to hear you talk about all the you know the past, the present, and the future for production switchers, where we've been and where we're going, uh, because I think it's incredible, and uh, you can't take Ross' video out of that history of production switchers because you are just such an integral part of what's going on in this world, and it's been uh, awesome to get to hear more of your stories and uh, and to hear about the, your experience with uh, with the police. That was certainly a, a good story. So David Ross, CEO of Ross Video. David, thank you so much for joining me today and talking uh, production switchers with me. Thanks, it was an honor.